Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Live from the Johns Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now, 480-655-8870, with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yeah, hello everybody, it is Wednesday afternoon on 88.7 The Pulse, time for another edition of Wrench Nation, Frank and Steve here, and of course your calls at 480-655-8870. If you ever have a question, right, Frank, about something going on with your car. Oh, my goodness. There's all kinds of oh, what, noise. What, what could be happening with well, the car? Well, well, I have had a few of these in the garage, brother, where you have ticking. There seems to be, I'm getting a lot of cars with ticking yeah? in the dash where people are operating. You know, it's, it's kind of cool. Somebody it, didn't drop their watch in there. I don't know. Or poured some coffee. We get that oh. once in a while. But what we are seeing as an example, I know you guys out there listening may have may have had this problem where the dash starts ticking, right? You're operating the heat in the morning. Right. We're getting about 73 during the day. You may pop that AC on briefly. I, Some I'm, of us always do that. Has to ha- I always have to have air moving constantly. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just air has to circulate. It has to be clean air, Steve. Yes. You got to make sure the cabin air filters change. No stinky air. But you know what I always do? I always push the button on it that recycles the inside air. Yeah, there's nothing wrong Is with that. Is that good or bad? Yeah, that's good. And then I don't just suck move, in everybody else's exhaust and crap. Just move air. But the funny thing, we're talking air. Yeah. And uh, we got to remind everybody, thank you. Uh, we just got to be grateful, man. You guys listening, uh, perhaps on the replay to the podcast, you guys rock. Wrench Nation, Car Care, got an exciting show. I'd like to, before we get back into this thing real quick, Steve, yeah. about air. I have a story about my wife. and Oh, yeah. Cruising with the air, and I'm sure you have your stories. Uh, today's topic, we got to get right into it. Okay. I'm seeing a lot of people with bad behavior while they're driving. These I, habits, I am guilty of this. These habits will cost you buku money in repairs. So we're going to cover that. Okay, you're uh, not talking about people eating in the car. No, we're not talking about the cheese. You're talking about the way they drive. The way they drive. What they're doing yeah. habit-wise. Well, I was telling you this morning when you called in, I seem to go through breaks much faster. I mean, how long should it be before my breaks Start wearing down. Oh, my goodness. How many miles is typical? That's a big question. That's like saying, uh, how long will I wait till I get a cavity? Well, it depends on how you're brushing, baby. Uh, It's the same with your car. You got to be careful. It all depends on how you brake and stop and go and also manufacturers. We're going to dive into a little bit. Okay. Uh, Show topic again, people, with your questions. We're talking about bad habits that are costing you big money in the maintenance of now, your I'll tell you ride. what, if any of the listeners out there are guilty of this, you got to call us today and admit it, okay? 480-655-8870, because we'll give you Renaissance Festival tickets. Huzzah! Oh, right. yeah! Renaissance baby. Festival tickets you can win. If you have any questions today, anybody who calls and gets on the show today, free Renaissance Festival tickets for you. And, of course, Frank and Wrench Nation are giving away an iPad. All you have to do is register to win at WrenchNation.com. TV, yeah, that's and it what might be yours. About. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not eligible to win. I don't have an iPad. So I, I don't. Need, I need to try to win one. I don't think everybody's got an iPad. No, I certainly. don't. I think a few of you may want an iPad. For it's sure. Real simple. But let's get back to yeah. that because you mentioned 
This whole I I gotta have airflow through my vents. Everybody right, right. wants to I be. always do. Yeah, you're driving. You, I don't roll down the windows. I just put the vents you on. You like all the, time. the air. Yep. Now this is a problem, people. I don't understand this, but when I'm driving with my wife, perhaps you experienced the same. Maybe mom was driving with you. Okay. And you go through this farm area. Oh, the dairies. Oh, no. <laughs> and what happens is oh. it's always the individual driving. In other words, I'm driving, Ooh. and it's my responsibility to get rid of the odor coming from the farm right over here. They have a big sign. Warning, we have, what do they call it, Steve? Perf, it's a perfumatic odor at times. They, right. You know, they, sure. they dress. And most people in the neighborhood, they're used to it. Knows, right. But well, if I lived out there in Gilbert, and I smelled it for years. Yeah. I folks, lived across the street from it and had rats, actually, at one folks point. Folks are used to it. But if you're driving, let's say right. a lot of us get over to San Diego, and they're driving through I-10, maybe past some farm. Now, my sure. wife says to me, honey, can you change the settings? <laughs> yeah. like, I thought she said, honey, did you fart? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's another story. But what I'm saying is you mentioned, I'm going to go in. I want airflow. But the folks right. in the passenger seat seem to be co-pilots from the madness of the madness. Of and course. think I now control what the 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 the, the smell is right. gonna, and I can just push the button. And so my wife says, Honey, uh we uh I know you didn't we didn't eat anything. You don't have any uh situations there. Just spray some orange clean there. But Shh. can you can you uh turn down the volume on the AC and the blower cause uh it's smelling nasty. And then my eight year old Steve, she's gonna pile on, man. She piles on like she's got the so automotive engineer on it. Now she's going and uh, everybody's going. Right, and guess sure. what I'm doing? I'm just trying to get to the beach. I don't care. <laughs> I, just, I just want to get to the beach. <laughs> I just want to get Please. to the beach. So. Yeah. Could you take that back road to San Diego? You're right. I yeah. mean, you run by some dairies down there you in do. southern Arizona on the way to Yuma. But I think it's healthy. You do. I think it's healthy. <laughs> yeah. We, we healthy. know our food healthy. is fresh. Uh-huh. We've got dairy and we've got the farms. And I think it's okay on a road trip. I, sh- I think it should be. You have your points of planning. Right. Number seven of road trip planning is pass by dairy. Ensure the smell because an economy <laughs> is cooking. We know it's a good economy, right? That's yeah, it. Prepare so, everyone for it. But there's not much you can do you about know, I, that. You I, uh, know, I love this time of year for road trips, by the way. This oh, is yeah. this weather down the 70s and getting into the 80s tomorrow nice. and Friday. Yeah. Best time of year to get cruising around the southern desert. Yeah. It really is. Get yeah. out there and uh, get your tunes on. You know, we got to do, yeah. we'll do a show again. We did uh, We did like the uh, the awesomest rock tunes. Oh, we'll whatever. do that yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. You bet. So uh, busy, busy week in the garage. Of yeah. course, uh, you mentioned today is National National Boy Scout Day. That is awesome. So you're doing something with the Boy Scouts tonight. It's ironic. The universe, I plan every year we do two or three of these uh, yeah. automotive maintenance badge, people. Yay! Yes, that's right. The automotive maintenance badge. We love doing it. Right. We got to work on the claps, though. You know, there's a radio <laughs> badge for the Girl Scouts, too. We got to get them in here. Yeah, we do. We need to bring all those kids and tell, yeah. tell them about the radio badge. But I got I to gotta tell you a little bit more about this automotive maintenance badge. Because yep. you're thinking, all right, not a problem. By the way, I always tell people. Yeah, so what do they have to do in order to earn this badge? It's a five-page syllabus, man. It's really? like college-level stuff. I, I, I'm like, afterwards, a kid's 12, 13 years old. They replace uh, the shocks. Are you guys looking for a job? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's pretty in-depth, you know, and, and, and the biggest thing about this, of course, they cover everything, what fluids look like, right. what they do, the difference between a diesel and a gas engine. It is really cool stuff, very hands-on, but most impressive. At the end of this, there's a two-page snapshot. They have to analyze the cost of ownership. Right. 
what, how that's going to work with a bank account, how much money do they have to make a year, it really goes into the financial responsibility. I think that's awesome. That's very cool. It is. So even if they but don't. you got to start them early nowadays, right? You, you do. got to. I have had Cub Scouts in there, actually. That's funny. I was a Cub Scout once. Were you? Yeah. What, was it? What'd you, what'd you I never do? got to the Boy Scout level. You get out there. I remember a, those little Pinewood Derbies, the little cars. Remember those yeah, little things? Yeah, those were do fun. That. Those were a lot of now, fun. Now, there was another portion of the Boy Scouts, which was kind of like the special forces of the Boy Scouts, Ooh. and that was the Order of the Arrow. Do you remember that? The Order of the Arrow. No. <laughs> I remember never heard it. of that. So for some crazy reason in my maniacal uh, cranium, I'm always trying new things, sure. right? And so, and, and you guys listening, if you, you guys are Boy Scouts or perhaps Boy Scout leaders, you guys rock, and maybe you want to chime in, uh, I did the order of the arrow, which means they give you extra things that are more challenging to accomplish. So, for example, you get a little quart, tiny little thing of milk, right? half a cookie, and maybe a lemon. I don't so know why. Can it be chocolate lemon. milk? And you have to sleep in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you bring chocolate milk powder like, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And now That's you have quick. to sleep up by yourself yep. up in the woods, mm. like within 100 yards. I just yeah. remember this as a kid back there in Delaware. Yeah. And you're in a pup tent, right? An old school. like Sure. Forward, I had one of those. And you're up in there. And they say, this is the order of the arrow. You must survive on a half a thing of milk, half a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> And a wedge of lemon. Your big brother gets in a bear suit. It's crazy. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Boy Scouts. Uh, That's awesome. It is awesome. I think yep. the Boy Scouts are awesome. So we're doing the automotive maintenance badge. Which What is are you kudos. doing for tomorrow? National Pizza Day. Well, we're probably. <laughs> I love a pizza. You know we're gonna I give love away a pizza, pizza all day so. tomorrow, yeah. We're going to cover some automotive news. But a reminder, people, we're covering today's show topic. We're really going to dive into those driving habits that are going to kill your wallet. They're going to cost you money. We do have some special guests coming up. So this uh, is preventive. You change these habits and you can save money, right? Instant. You don't even well, have I to. Need, I need to take notes today. I mean, today. instant. We're also going to compare the cost. Yep. I mean, people, we, the whole idea behind the show is to really give you those tips uh, to save you money. I mean, after all, who doesn't want to save money? Exactly. How about a shout out, Frank? Well, all right. Every week we tell you about some uh, unbelievableness out there for you. If you guys are buying a new car, I'm talking you just are done with the old jalopy. Hey, there's HerCertified.com. Kathy Droz, an automotive journalist. She's got a book out, and she's also got some great guidance and tips. And, you know, warm up before you get in there to that new car dealership right. and do your homework. So HerCertified.com. And then, hey, guys, if you lost your owner's manual, which just means you're not sure about what this car really needs before you go into a mechanic, carcare.org, Car Care Council, they've got a load of great free information guiding you on the maintenance and just good stuff for your car, carcare.org. Wrench Nation, 480-655-8870. Do you have a question about your car? Is it making a funny noise? Is it doing something? Is it shimmy shaking down the road? We want to know. Frank can help you tell you probably what's going on or at least point you somewhere that can, all right? 480-655-8870. Any listeners get on the air today, you got free Arizona Renaissance Festival tickets. Yeah, Huzzah! that's what we're talking about. Huzzah, baby. Wrench Nation continues next on 88.7 The Balls. Don't go anywhere. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. With your hosts, Frank and Steve. Wrench Nation on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon on 88.7 The Pulse. Steve and Frank here, and we're taking your calls at 480-655-8870. We need somebody to play along with the car quiz today. 
Because if you do, we're going to give you Arizona Renaissance Festival tickets, all right? 480-655-8870. The time to call for that is now. We're going to play in just a few minutes. Yeah, we are. But we're talking about those driving habits, people. You, you, you may not even know. It's become such a habit, you don't know the way you're driving is right. going to cost you big money. But before we dive in that, what should it cost you? Let's establish a baseline. You know, baseline. people, I, I mean, Frank, I'm guilty of this. You know, know, it's like I bought this car for thirty some thousand dollars. You mean I got to put some money into it even in the first second year? You know, the, the yearly average. Right. As you're driving a new vehicle. A lot yep. of our listeners are driving newer vehicles, right? They got right. a car payment. You know, we're talking almost nine thousand dollars a year. Nine thousand dollars a year for what? Are you ready? So we're talking insurance. Okay. Registration. Ooh, I, I didn't even think of that. Depreciation value in there. Didn't even think of that. We're talking about. Uh, See, don't mo- scare me that way. You say $9,000. I don't got $9,000. Well, this is why mechanics will preach to you. It is more <laughs> cost effective. And that way, when you hit me with $500, i am going, oh, that's nothing. That way, this so is not that's, 9, the, that's the rough cost, people, right? <laughs> that's according to AAA. You know, the quotes are out there. Roughly that eight to 9000 a year wow. total cost. So okay, let's total back, cost. Let's back now up. Now let's take it to maintenance. Maintenance. All, All right. right. So this is the big thing, right? You driving. And Steve, three, four years from now, you're right. done. Your final payment, you're at about 60,000 miles. Okay, yep. You're excited. You're happy. No payments. Right, exactly. You, you just, you, you want to be, you're you free. You want to be free. It's like turning. It's like beyond, uh, what's his name? <laughs> well. I'm dead free. That guy, that, that, that Dave, whatever his name is on KTAR. Oh. That, uh, that show where they talk about being debt free. But anyway. Oh, Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, Dave Ramsey. That's All it. right. Well, yeah. Dave Ramsey, he's got his little freedom fighters, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> exactly. But what we're talking about is the, the psychology behind your last payment. Dude, it's like celebrating a 21st birthday. You are excited because that little uh, three, four, five, <laughs> maybe seven, eight hundred dollars if you're driving the big daddies goes away. Right. But in order for us to establish a baseline before we go into what it could cost negligence wise mm-hmm. we need to establish what's an average cost nationally right so after 60,000 miles your payments are done and you're scot free okay but if you understand that the national average is roughly 12 to 1500 a year for it's tires, about 125 a month much cheaper than a $400 bill every month for the you car bet. payment yeah but the idea here is that you're not scot free right so if you're proactive so that's the baseline. If you guys are listening, you're driving, perhaps you got that visit with a mechanic, your first $800 estimate, and you're like, oh my goodness, this is not going to work. Get me out of here. The fact is- That guy was running fast. He was running real fast. <laughs> uh, not for my garage. I'm no, just no. saying, not for my, you guys. Just I, in general. I provide skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> but what we're saying is it's going to cost about 100 bucks a month. Right. So that's average. And, that, and you know what? You should expect that, especially with a vehicle. Yeah. That, you know, I mean, I understand you drive one off the brand, you know, lot brand new. You've got 36 miles on it, whatever. You're not going to need the 15,000 mile, you know, fluids tune up and everything in the 30,000 miles for a year or so. Right. But you got to understand that car gets a little older. It's been running a while. It needs to be taken care of. It needs and to be that's massaged. usually, usually right. 60,000 miles. Right. And you're going to need right. tires somewhere in the first probably a little exactly. after two and a half, three years. Exactly. So just anticipate that. Now we're going to get into the meat and the potatoes. Ooh, you're buying dinner. What happens when you are negligent, people? That means you just get in and drive. Maybe you bought a new air freshener every other week. You're feeling good. And in fact, you even went out there and checked the tire pressure. I'll give you that. 
Awesome. Kudos to you. But here's a habit that you're doing you don't even know. And here it is. You mentioned breaks. Yes. Breaks is a big problem. Yep. I will tell you, and you call in and yell at me, but most of you don't know how to break. <laughs> I don't know how I'm to break, just, Frank. I, Everyone has <laughs> always told me that I break too hard and I'm always pumping them. Well, and I just say, this is the way I drive. Well, this is. I don't know any better. This is the gig. Of course, I say this respectfully to you guys. Right. You guys are breaking the way you break. Look, you break to stop, okay? Don't listen to the crazy radio <laughs> it's, people. It is, it is fast as possible. Right. 45 miles an hour. But the fact is, with breaking suddenly, as well as taking off like a maniac, that's a problem. Right. And here it goes. I do so, that as well. Here we go. Now, if you're busy, I'm late pitting up the kids from right. soccer. I got to get to where I got to go. I'm not going to speed, but I'm allowed 75. I'm going to jam on 75. Okay. Now. Hopefully not on a residential if, street. No. Freeway. Okay. This, this isn't the Autobahn, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is that if you make a habit, Steve, you're driving locally here, perhaps in Mesa somewhere, and you're at the traffic stop, and you take off like a maniac every time. You're gonna wear out what they call those engine mounts. Now, what the what the hey are the engine mounts? Nobody's thinking about that though. No, it's like uh, you know, just we we don't think about. Now there are you. You guys are out there, and uh, hey, I'm not picking on you. Yeah, I am, (laughs) because I've seen you in the shop. I've had cars come in, Steve, with seventy thousand miles. Well, let me back up. Fifty thousand miles. Okay. Prematurely needing upwards of a thousand dollars in bad engine mounts because what they're doing is they're taking off like maniacs. Well, should engine mounts really ever wear out? They will, man. They're rubber. They will. Let's talk about engine mounts. Let's back up a little bit, guys. Think of a rectangle. Okay. On each corner of the rectangle, you have a little Michelin man made out of rubber. Think of Michelin. He also looks like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I think think we need some music. Okay. Oh, yes. Thank you. All right. So we got the Michelin man. He's uh, rubber shaped. He's layered. He's sandwiched in between two metal brackets. Those corners actually dampen the engine torque until you accelerate way too fast too often. Ah. You're moving. Now, these motors are powerful, guys. If you're driving that Mitsubishi Eclipse with a 3.0 V6, that's a lot of torque, right? Yep. Uh, there's several V8s in these big, nice, luxurious passenger cars. And so what happens is those cars are designed. Think about the Lexus commercial, Steve, going back. You remember Lexus had the little champagne uh glass on yeah. the hood yeah 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 yeah. that's all you needed that you that was a powerful commercial right. that said you will not feel anything right and the reason why you don't is because you have the dampening ability of those engine mounts now in the case of the lexus <laughs> those mounts were very expensive yeah if you didn't want to if you wanted to just feel like you were sitting in the dark alone with nothing going on um, you know, those mounts get expensive. And that so cost you a lot, yeah, a lot of money. Driving off and accelerating every time like a maniac. You mean just like stepping on the gas, trying to get into from it. zero to just 60 like in 3.7 running, seconds. Like you're practicing for the fiber right. race next right. week. Exactly. <laughs> the thing I, is, I don't do that a lot. So that I guess I've never no. had problems with engine mounts over my years. That's probably why. Yeah. So we're seeing the premature failure. Yep. So let's just say on average, because this is average, mounts should be yeah, I'm going to start looking at wear on mounts between 80 and 100,000. Okay. Certainly 100,000 mile plus, you know, they may be cracked or separated. They're rubber, right? Over right. time they deteriorate. You can prematurely wear out those mounts and you're costing yourself more money. How much more money, people? I need to give the folks pricing. Yeah. Now, I, I say that we always go with factory original sure. equipment. Sure. And there's reasons for that. 
But on average, man, you can spend 500, 600, north of 1,000. And if you own yourself a nice little European vehicle, you're going to spend lots of money. Those mounts are expensive. So, hey, guys, slow it down. Don't accelerate like a maniac. And don't slam on those brakes. No. Because you're going too darn fast. Yes. So that's it. Engine mounts. Just take it easy on that. And I think we got uh, we got some questions. Should we do the little quiz action right We got now? the quiz. We got Rolanda on the phone. She wants to play the car quiz. Hi, Rolanda. Hi. Hey, where are you calling from? Calling from Chandler. From Chandler. Very cool. What is happening, Miss Rolanda? Thanks for tuning in. Are you ready? I think I am. All right, you got All your right. buzzer and your ding-ding ready, Frank? I got the ding-ding. Let's test the ding-ding and the right. buzzy. That's the buzzer? All that's right. the ding-ding. And that's All right, the Rolanda, ding-ding. we're going to give you tickets whether you win or lose, but do your best, okay? Okay. Because right. it's not whether you win or lose. It's how you play the game. And exactly. that you're listening. Yes, and that you're listening <laughs> to the ranch station. All right, here we go. All right, so here we go. Uh, my car, this will be a multiple choice, all oh. right? My car okay. makes a horrible sound when going over bumpity bumps. Is it A, my strut, B, my power string hose, or C, my antifreeze is low? Get in the back seat. Nobody's in the back seat. <laughs> okay. Rolanda is alone. No back seat. <laughs> okay. No Chinese food. You don't have that leftover. All right. So what's the three choices? One more time. One more time. A car makes a horrible sound okay. when going over bumps. Bump. Is it my strut, power string hose, or is my antifreeze low? What do you think, Rolanda? I think it's your strut. Whoa! Yay! I was going to say the same thing. You rock. In fact, uh, Bubbles for that one. You were right on. Bubbles. All right, that's one. All right, that's the only one we got. That's the only one we're going to give her? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Rolanda, you win. You win. Look at that. You got it. We want to thank you really sincerely uh, for tuning in. And uh, tune in next week because... uh, You guys have taught me so much about cars. Well, and rock on. I That's exactly why we're here. And when I talk to a mechanic, yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Well, you know, Roland, we really appreciate you tuning in every week. Tell the world, spread it to a friend. And if you can't catch the live show, you know we're on iTunes. I think we're Absolutely. number 23 out of 200 Car Talk podcasts out there. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Rock Thank on. Thank you, Rolanda. Thank you so much. All right, some more bad habits. More bad habits. We're going to cover this, and we got a special guest, man, coming. I'm excited. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with that guest and more bad habits on 88.7 The Pulse. It's Wrench Nation. Don't forget, you can call in anytime, 480-655-8870. If you ever have a question about what's going on with your car, we'll be glad to try to help you and try to figure it out and try to point you in the right direction. Plus, you can register to win that iPad at wrenchnation.tv. And then you won't need us because you'll have an iPad iPad. You need an iPad. Mom <laughs> exactly. said you need an iPad. Get the iPad, people. 480-655-8870. We continue next on The Pulse. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. You know, Frank, you've been talking about those autonomous cars for several weeks now. Oh, yeah. And in North Dakota, they have autonomous tractors. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, people. They go down the field they do. without people in them. I'm telling you. Look, <laughs> I, you know, the fact is we talked about this several shows ago. Uh, see, that I see a purpose for, but it'll just put people out of work. Yeah, I mean, you know, a double-edged sword. I, I grew double-edged up sword. in the country, and my all my relatives, farmers, my yeah. my uncles, and man, they'd be out until 11 o'clock at night with those fields and back there at 5 in the morning. Next thing you now know. Now the tractor just does it itself. They, they're going to put a stuffed animal in an autonomous tractor. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at that rabbit go. But the fact is, you know, we mentioned this, and I know this was really more... Uh, publicity stunt for Budweiser, right? So 
the trucking industry, they had their first autonomous delivery. It was a short distance. Yeah. 50,000 cans of beer by, like, robot driving. What they should have did is they should have drove it into the Super Bowl. That, that would have been, cool. been a demonstration. Wait a minute. You say Super Bowl. I'm yeah. thinking these, these uh, uh, the Air Force that drives by. Or you get a Navy SEAL team that actually dives in. Where's that going to be? Is this going to be all like robots? <laughs> Is it going to be all automated? Someday. I don't think so. That'll never go away. I mean, we, you know, obviously, we've been flying drones with bombs on them for years. Yeah. So drone warfare. Yeah. Well, don't drone your vehicle. You have tell you, we're talking about those bad habits. We really got into discussion uh, earlier about the accelerating. Don't accelerate like a maniac. You're going to damage those engine mounts for sure. That's going to cost you excessively. Now, listen, here's another tip. And uh, I want to tell you guys, we got a special guest coming in, so tune in. They're really excited. Yeah, we've uh, got Jody on the phone with oh, us right now. Is Jody on? Hi, hi, Jody Devere here. Jody Devere, thank you so much for hanging with us today. Awesome, with our large studio audience. Now, you, Frank, who is Jody? Well, here we go. Jody Devere of AskPatty.com. Jody, internationally recognized as a speaker, a trainer, um, but more importantly, Jody. I'm just excited. Ask Patty is an amazing referral site for female-friendly garages. Tell us about that. Yeah, we've uh, trained and certified about, oh, oh gosh, close to 3,800 automotive retail locations across the U.S. and Canada. And they have gone through our training, which is located at Certified Female Friendly, which basically goes over effective communication skills when communicating with women, selling to couples, and, of course, some of the things that are general things like the waiting room and the proverbial bathrooms. Oh, isn't that so important? I, you know, I mentioned this to Greg Buckley a few shows ago, Jody. Boy, our industry just got it wrong. I mean, we thought, yeah, I fixed that car right. That was just good enough. But, man, the toilet seat was missing. Calendars were hanging everywhere. And you really created an amazing movement across the country. You said 3,800 garages, right? Wow. Well, some of them are not just uh, repair shops. Some of them are tire and service centers, uh, quick loops, collision centers, even some uh, car dealerships as well. Right. That's just amazing. It's really just changing the mindset to provide a better experience um, in in our garages and in the automotive industry in general. Jody, we're going to dive into this topic. Do you have any ideas about what could be costing folks excessively with their driving habits? Well, this is such a simple fix, but actually, um, although the price of fuel has gone way down in years past, right. Going above the speed limit, ah. which many of us do, and, and I, you know, sometimes I'm driving down the road and, you know, I'm really a careful driver, probably because I've had a bad car accident in my family that caused a big problem. Oh, wow. And so I'm more cautious driver. Um, I also ride a motorcycle, and I think that people who ride motorcycles see the road differently because right. you're so vulnerable. Um, but driving the speed limit, anything, uh, you know, above 60 miles an hour, you're losing fuel economy, right. right? And so I think not to say that on some roads it's, it's okay to drive 70 miles an hour, but really I think, um, you can save a lot to, especially if you're on a budget to keep Absolutely. 
Well, you know, the whole, driving within speed limits. Right. I mean, you know, Steve, Jody, the whole idea, folks are listening. What happens is life happens, right? And we just sure. end up, oh, I got to get there. But overall, it is a fact, people, Jody, and you're speaking on this, is if you keep your RPM steady and you keep it at that mileage, that is the limit. You're going to get much more for your dollar in gas mileage. That's right. Yeah, but when I'm looking at that as just, just a standard person, just, you know, not an automotive. I'm not a, Jody, nice to meet you, by the way. I'm Steve. I'm not an automotive mechanic. I'm a radio guy. You know, right. I mean, it's like, okay, so I'm, I might burn a, ga- a gallon of gas more. But what, you know, when it comes down to, I don't mind that necessarily, and I'll pay for that, an extra $2 or whatever. But what, what, I, what I'm going through is like, I break too hard, I was telling Frank. Or, you know, in, in, my, in my different habits of how I handle my car, that ends up costing me more in the end. Well, sure, because if you're braking too much, not only are you uh, going to need brakes sooner, but it, it also wears and tears on your tires, which oh, is... yes. It's a domino you know, effect, yeah. It's a big investment, especially if you buy really high-quality name-brand tires for your vehicle and so you know one of the ways that you can lose money is to not rotating your tires properly uh during the intervals every other oil change is what i suggest although in some newer cars you don't have to change the oil for like eight thousand miles right that's mine yeah yeah you got to be careful with that right right so you 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 know you want to stop you know i happen to be grew up in the los angeles area Uh and so in stop-and-go traffic, you know, speeding up and slowing down, you know, so uh, that really wears on your tires. Sure. So you want, again, that's a way that you can save money. But I'm going to tell you the number one way to save money. Uh-oh, wait a minute. we got to set this up. Hold on a minute. What, what do we got? Ready? Go Ready? for it. Go for it, Jody. That was a little radio <laughs> right, sound go effect. Ahead. Go ahead, Jody. <laughs> do the maintenance intervals on your vehicle exactly as they are spelled out in your owner's manual on yeah. time every time. I would like to see a poll to see how many people will do a poll. actually do that. Yeah, it's not good. Jody, I think you may have some percentages uh, of people that first I'll, off I'll admit it, I've never done it in my life on the intervals said it said. We're talking never. you know Jody mentioned something and I ended up costing myself so much money. Yeah. And then you, I kick myself in the head. I'm 45 years old. I've never done it. And no, I should. And now that I'm part of the show, I've learned I got a new vehicle, so I'm trying to. But up until this point, never have. How many people actually do? Well, Jody, I think that percentage is pretty high. It's one of the reasons why there's a lot of garages. You think it's low? That's you think right. it's low? Well, you'd probably. You know, I, yeah. But I'm one of those people because I have to practice what I preach, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And when I am still getting, we field questions from from consumers, most of them are women, and they're not asking questions about how to fix their transmissions. No, by the way, sure, sure, they're, absolutely. They're saying they're asking simple questions like, "What kind of oil should I put in my car? Sure. When should I have my oil changed?" Right. You know all these basic maintenance things, and so I'm a big proponent for shops and for women specifically, since they represent a very high percentage of people bringing cars in for service that they know the basics. I heard earlier you were talking about the Girl Scout clinics, which I'm a big supporter of. I've worked very closely with them. Get them started young. Absolutely. My father, 
you know, my father, it was in the days, by the way, when you could actually work on your own cars. He took a, a class. He was an aerospace engineer. And so I really got that taking care and our vehicles lasted forever because he took really good care of them. Right, right. You know, it's, it's a very good point. Um, women as decision makers, you're absolutely right. They don't want to know. I don't want to hear about what that transmission fluid is made of. I want to know, just like brushing my teeth, what's my interval so I'm not overspending. Um, really important. And I know, Jody, you've talked to, gosh, so many, uh, do a lot of writing for the industry and just a lot of consumer awareness, both for men and women, but really that, that prominent uh, female segment that, gosh, you've empowered a lot of these women and empowered, more importantly, you've empowered a lot of these automotive individuals that run these enterprises this is the fact. This is what folks need when they come into your garage. And I, I want to add, going back a little bit, there have been studies. And just so you guys know, listening, we were talking about excessively over the speed limit. It's going to cost you. So one of these studies talks about driving an average of five miles faster than that 65 mile an hour. You're going to save about four minutes of every hour on the road, but you're spending an extra $46 on gas every month. Now, that may sound small, 46 bucks, but do the math Adds per year. Up. Yeah, it's so uh, again, 500 and some dollars. Five miles over the speed limit. Good point. Gets you there four minutes earlier per yeah. hour, and you're spending 46 You see, but that's, that's the kind of thing, if you, if you seriously want to get yourself on budget, that's the kind of thing you have to pay attention to. You do. Because you're right. I might not think 46 in a month isn't that bad, but when I start thinking in a year... My God, it's a car payment. It adds up. Yep. Yeah. Jody, tell yeah. us, uh, I have a question. Um, sure. What inspired you? You do so much for the industry. And uh, what, what inspired you? Did you have a personal experience? Um, tell us about the story, how you started AskPatty.com. Well, I didn't have a bad experience at a, a buying a car or a, at a service center. Personally, that's not what prompted me. I wasn't mad at anybody. I always tell everyone that. Um, right. I'm a serial entrepreneur, and I had been working in the automotive industry, and what I realized, and this is the best reason to start a business, by the way, is when you see an unmet need, yeah. a gap yeah. that you can fill. And I saw that opportunity. We're in our 11th year. But even prior to Ask Patty, I had been working in the women's market. Um, I was on the Carker Council Women's Board, uh, president of the Women's Automotive Association. And it, because there's a flip side to uh, women customers, and that's women working in the auto industry. And in fact, um, just prior to Ask Patty, sponsored a female NASCAR driver when it was called the Craftsman Truck Series and got involved with Lynn St. James in the women in motorsports, which I, I'm still very passionate about supporting women in motorsports because it's like a parallel universe when the percent of women is so low of women working in the industry and customer interacting or management roles, the culture is automatically testosterone laden. Not your fault guys. I grew up in this business. And so I saw this gap where if we could bring all the parties together to have this conversation, the automakers, the repair centers, the dealers, the suppliers, and the women, 
we could come to some understanding that we need to improve. And I believe that without bragging that I've had a significant impact on our industry in general in continuing to sort of point everyone in that direction, not because it's the right thing to do, but because it is the profitable thing to do. And that's a very good point. That is so respectful because, you know, you run into people that sort of have this stale elevator pitch. And and I think think what you're saying is uh, respectfully, like any other business, you have to fill a void. There has to be something missing. You capitalized on that. And you have empowered a bunch of people in the industry, a lot of us, as well as the consumer. Now, I have to ask you, what kind of pushback? Have you ever fired a garage? And if you did, why? I have. Tell us what happened. It's in our contract that if they get three operative term unresolved complaints from women, I just don't certify people and let them stay there. We also monitor their reviews. Right. And we do. Take, but the circumstances might, because we don't cold call shops and say, hey, you want to become certified female friends, they all come to us through our marketing or word sure. of mouth, right? So typically, the people who are reaching out already see themselves as doing a lot of the right things. They just want to go the, you know, for more, because we also offer our marketing and advertising to women's services, which is really what I call the real meat and potatoes once they become certified. But in the occasion was, and the most memorable was, that we certified a shop, and then within the first two weeks got three complaints from three different women saying that, that on a test drive, at, you know, at the yeah. Sure, drive, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were sexually... What? Wow. Oh, I didn't want to wow. hear this. Oh, wow. God. You and, figured... And, and, gosh. Three? by the way... Wait a minute, Jody. Are you talking three separate occasions of, yes. of these... And it, was this, and it was the same person. And yeah. Um, yeah. We, we thought it was a joke. We thought it was a joke. But we have a whole process to, yeah. to weed out what we yeah. call consumers that are crazies that are just complaining. They're trying to leverage our relationship to yeah. exact uh, retribution. You know what? There's people um, like that, unfortunately, in, a, in every business, even even in the radio business, there's people like that who who hire people just because of the, of the way they look and they want to, you know, have a date with them. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. that yeah. exists. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, Jody, if you had to, you have an amazing site. It's a great. It is. I'm on it right now. I, I'll tell you right now. I'm I right will, here right now. There's so much information on here. Certified locations right to your area. It figures you out. I mean, all kinds of different topics you deal with. Great website. Great website. You know, I Thank think, you. Jody, you so, would. Let, let me just finish the sure. story and say the, the real shame of this is that when we reported it to the owner and produced the documentation, right. he did not want to hire. He did not want to fire that individual. Yeah, oh, that's so, terrible. And I always say I refunded them and right. said, you know, I wanted to distance myself. By the way, that only happened once. Mm-hmm. The rest of the complaints, my clients are so upset that they have had a complaint after all this work to become certified and see themselves as the best of the best for women, they resolve it very quickly. So, you know, kudos to my client base. That is a very, we're in our 11th year. Awesome. I've only fired five clients. You know, Jody, I'm looking at your site here too, and, I, and I've got to say this. I think a lot of women can be, you know, because traditionally a, a, a auto fixed shop is going to be a, a lot of men. And a lot of women could be intimidated thinking they're going to be taken advantage of. How do you help empower them and build that confidence 
so that they walk in there, you know, then they know they're going to be treated just as well as any man that comes in. Well, first of all, we're offering them a, a pre-screened opportunity to visit a shop that's been certified female-friendly. Good. They should go with great confidence that they're going to be really taken care of. They're going to get a fair price. Their, their repair, uh, the, the whole experience is going to be awesome. Two, it's Ask Patty Automotive Advice for Women. We are known for, and we not only have our own content, but we... For instance, uh, we just did a feature article for Woman's World magazine. We write for them frequently, reaching 6 million women. We write a lot of automotive advice content for women for other women's sites, Blog Her, Woman's Day. Um, I, I could go down a whole list of in print. Uh, we just had an article in uh, Consumer Digest. And so, so you're out there. I mean, you're out there educating your front and center. Um, it, right. It's a part of getting that word out. Um, let, I got to ask you this, Jody, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm so anxious because we got a lot of our younger first time female listeners. Sure. Um, what do they do? You know, they know about Ask Patty, but they go in and one of the first things that they do is possibly because they don't know. They may have researched YouTube and the right. Internet and they go in and they say, I need a clutch. What's your recommendation um, for that matter for for males? What should you say when approaching that first oh. statement? You know, I went on to Ask Patty's site. Yep. I've got a referral. This Rockstar Garage here. Sure. Uh, whether they're a new dealer or aftermarket. How do I approach that mechanic? Because I'm nervous. Because they're self-diagnosing. Kind of. What do you say, Jody? Well, you know, uh, first of all, visit a certified female-friendly location. Or we also list, by the way, all the ASC Blue Seal shops in case there's not a certified location near them. We have a great relationship because we know that ASE Blue Seal Shops, 75% of the technicians are master techs. So you're going to have a better. <laughs> They're certified. Master For those that are listening, um, we in the industry know ASE, Automotive Service Excellence. All that means is that in each category and system, they've proven through testing. And the same testing uh, given uh, the, the same folks that write SATs and ACTs, These, this is not just a you know, uh, lackadaisical test. So go on, Jody. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just want folks to know what ASC no, so, is. Yep. So, you know, basically what we have found, and I, I want to preface this by saying, is that um, women want a fair price, yep. a fair price, and they want a comfortable experience right. from start to finish, including when they phone in and ask these questions, right? A lot of times they'll call first before they don't just stop by. Um. We instruct them to uh, find the nearest certified location or an ASC blue sale shop, go in, you know, get the price. If they feel uncomfortable during the experience at any point, they should leave and go to another location. Really, women, you know, if you make her nervous or talk down to her or, or if you, know, you feel you're taking too long. If you feel maybe you're getting taken advantage of because right. you think the price is too far out there, yeah. why not get a second opinion? All right, I got a question. This is the last question. We're running out of time. And, Jody, we're definitely going to have you back in the future. But I have a last question here. What are we doing wrong? Whether, whether you know, that, that first engagement, um, let's say you've got an individual that is advising. And let's just say, you know, Betty came in first time. Betty's not sure. What? Is the industry getting wrong on that initial consult or advisement or help? What can we do better? You don't listen. Mm, you don't that's listen. That's a good point. Yeah. 
What'd you and say? I, I'm sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> listen, Frank. Listen. listen damn it. <laughs> so I could, you know, I, I train on this, but I'm going to say the most important thing for that service advisor role and the person who answers the phone, which is a big bugaboo, if you have your service advisors work at the front counter and answering the phone, mm. he gets interrupted a lot. Yeah. Which. No time for somebody to really listen. Yep. Yeah. Train listening skills because when, and this, by the way, guys, you're going to do a great job with your wives tonight because I'm going to give you some homework. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Homework. Let me get the homework. Uh, hang on a second. Okay. Let's get the homework music. <laughs> Go ahead. Men, men tend to want you to speak to them in bullet point fashion, and women like to speak in Storytelling. Oh, you're so right. Ah. You're so right. Oh yes. Yeah. Stories. Which takes longer. I'm just so like, give me the, give me the points. What, 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 what? Right. <laughs> I like telling actually, a story. Actually, you've been doing it to me through the whole call. Well, there and you I go. You, you have. <laughs> I it's okay because I know you. We have time limits here, but. Oh gosh, I, I promise you, we'll have hour two soon, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, guys. If they would just stop and listen without interrupting and do active listening skills, it builds trust. And she feels like you're not going to take advantage of her. And it shows respect. And if I could teach that skill to every single owner and just that one skill, you would improve the culture and the nature of your uh, business as it relates to women. Well, Jody, she's right. Jody, I I, I have to do 15 more minutes of radio and I'm afraid to talk right now. (laughs) (laughs) We only got seven left. Seven minutes. All right, one more time, Jody. uh, Give us the website where folks can find you. My name is Jody DeVere. I'm the CEO of AskPatty.com. Visit us, find a certified location, get some automotive advice. Been great being on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank, Thank you, Jody. You, we'll talk Jody. to you again Thank soon. Thank you so much. Wow, that was a lot of information there. This is awesome. That's awesome. very awesome. No, she was great. And her website, really, askpatty.com. I was checking it yeah. out. It's very cool. It's great got tool, a lot of great, great resource. And we're talking about some of those things that you guys are driving in a horrible way with bad habits. We've covered some of those things. And we are, we are expecting a, another show contributor here in a little bit. Oh, we got him. He, we got him. Puts him on. He's here right now. He is the oh, blue yeah. hand of Delaware. Mr. Greg Buckley is on the phone. Hello, Greg. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, guys? What is happening, Mr. Greg Buckley? Uh, you know, we're just getting ready for some big snowfall out this way. Oh, what did you say? Snow fight? Snowball? We what? got some snow falling coming down here tonight. So oh, we yeah. We're from, uh, I think, three to eight inches. Wow. Quite frankly, I, I did see uh, Brian Winograd from Broadway Transmission in York. He did a little live stream. He was in his car, sunglasses. It was like 70. And then he said, well, they say there's uh, yeah. snow coming. Yeah. <laughs> there has yeah. been a lot of snow out uh, yeah. over Water the central and eastern place, U.S. right now. So, wow. Well, good for yeah. you. Are you excited for the snow? Yeah, no. No. He said no. <laughs> no, he's not excited. He wants to get no. back to spring. Give me the cold Give me the cold tundra, the barren wastelands, but don't give me snow. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes. Well, I take the snow over the wind any day. You so got that. We're going to dive right in. You know, uh, yeah, Greg Buckley, Buckley's Auto Care, guys, if you're out in the Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware, go check out Buckley Family Generational Business out there doing great. We're talking about some of those bad habits of driving. You know, we covered engine mounts, right? You can affect those if you're accelerating too much. 
Uh, we talked about uh, Jody just covered greatly on some of the yeah, uh, tips stuff. regarding maintain that speed limit, people, because mm-hmm. you, you're just going to mm-hmm. waste You know, but gas. she's right about the not listening thing. And I can tell you, Frank, and, I, and I, I haven't seen you work directly with any of your customers that come in in your shop. But, you know, do you ever just sit there and just say, so tell me what's going on? And then they try to start explaining it to you. You just let them go. And I think that's what Jody's saying. And you know what? She's got a point. And right. then you come back and ask some questions. As a consumer advisement on our end, Greg, tell us what you get wrong. Are you like, because I talk, you know, I talk too much sometimes. I do too. I don't listen. Uh, you know, it's really, it's really hard to say. Uh, you know, the pra- our practice here, is, as always has been, is we treat everybody equal and yeah. with equal intelligence. There's no discrimination or prejudice to anybody who walks in the door. You know, if, if, we tell them that look, if you certainly don't understand what we're talking about, you know, let us know in part of the conversation. But one thing that we kind of have a great habit of doing, one of the things that we do is that if we get to know you and then we want to know you, so we know what kind of field you're in, sure. and then we kind of make an analogy to how the car is breaking down, to how something can break down in their fields, kind of related. Like you know, if a doctor walks in or somebody, not even a doctor, but if you look at your forearm, folks. Take your forearm, put it out, and you've got two joints, right? Yep. You got your forearm in the middle, you got your wrist in your I'm doing it right now. No, no, no. Well, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. This man's been doing radio since nineteen forty six. He's got several <laughs> joints. His jaw has all been dislocated. <laughs> well, listen, if you hold it out and look at it, what does that remind you of? To us, it's sort of like a CV shaft. You got a yep. joint on one end and a joint on another. Yep. You gotta rotate. When you get a little bar a bit of arthritis, what starts to happen? It's a little cranky in those joints. Got to oil it. Well, that's kind of that's kind of way we kind Piece of will approach a, a a part like that, you know. And then you've got your pumps and you've got your tires and your brakes caliper squeezing. So mm-hmm. we try to relate everything to how they would understand it. Simple right. terms. And as Jody says, yes, you know, women do like to be, you know, explained in different manners. It's the same information it's just how you get the message to be understood very important you know greg we're talking yeah. about some of those tips right these bad habits tell me what you're seeing out there uh what's the worst habit that costs people the most money uh, idling a car too long mm. oh do we need to do yeah, that waiting and drive wait, waiting in a, in a in a very long uh drive through uh you know just oh uh, speeding uh that's a, that's a big yeah. one, of course. Now, go back to that, the idle thing. A lot of people yeah, go, go back to the idle. Go back. Talk to us about, like, I'm in, okay, so I, I heard a comedian. He said, in and out burger. Uh, yeah. In, pack a lunch, out burger. You're on that line for a long you time. You are, but you can't yeah. turn your car off and you start can't it turn. again. You have to move every 28 seconds. No, it's every well, seven you, minutes you know, with <laughs> in and out burger. <laughs> when you're idling the car, you're getting zero energy out of what you're doing. You're not moving. There's nothing there. That is just zero energy. So there's right. no return on the fuel, right? So uh. you're sitting there idling. You're not doing anything, not going anywhere. It's a waste. Okay, so, so hold on a second. I'm waiting for somebody to come out of the mall, Buckley. It's July 16th. I'm in my car. 140 degrees. Yeah, 140 <laughs> degrees, <laughs> Buckley. Really Let's, let's be real here. I wouldn't even turn my car off. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good, good. We just had to check. Yeah, we just, just had to check because what you're asking is a little bit out there sometimes. <laughs> but you do mention, hey, I think folks may in the morning, in the morning, 
uh, with us uh, in the summer and, of course, you in the winter, they may decide to remote start and let that, let that engine idle for 15, 20 minutes to get warmed nah, up. No, 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 no. You, you, you just can't do that. In today's cars, you don't need to idle. You so, know, 30 yeah. seconds to a minute might be max. Got, and it's better yeah. to, to drive it as long yeah. as it's properly maintained. Somebody, and, text, and, uh, somebody texted in, how long is it too long to idle? Yeah, how long? Um, four or five minutes. Okay. I, I'm comfortable with that. Now, listen, I think yeah. we need to touch upon something, guys. Um, we're talking about if you've got a brand spanking new engine, but many of you guys may have an engine that may be leaking a little oil, and we can't forget that you may forget, all right, you're idling, yep. and you have this notorious oil leak, and these, that's a problem, so you're actually going to do more damage on an aged mm-hmm. engine because, you know, oil leak you may not fix, right? And I'm going to put oil in it and top it off. So I'd watch the four or five minutes sounds legit. Right. One more yeah. question yeah. about that is somebody's asking me, well, doesn't turning the car off and on actually cost you more in gas? No, not with a modern motor. Okay. No, cause you're, yeah, very efficient. Your injectors are so programmed yeah. that you can, uh, you, right. can you, you can get away from that strategy. And they said just not, not idle. Yeah, very That's good tips, key. very good points, guys. And yeah. – uh, Greg, we always admire it, and, and you're an inspiration to the industry. Big shout-outs to Buckley's <laughs> Car Care out there. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get out there to Wilmington. Uh, you owe me a drink is all I know. I know. <laughs> That's it. Well, thank you so much. Every week, Greg yeah, Buckley. Go, go get ready to shovel care. the snow, Greg. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, I'll be on Facebook with you. Settle we'll down. be looking right. for it. All right. Well, all right. The Wrench Nation Wild and Wacky News on Wheels. Oh, my goodness. You thought things were really goofy until you found a Texan man. He was arrested for driving his lawnmower down a busy Houston freeway, people. Oh, see, I've seen this a lot in North Dakota. Unbelievable. This man was just cruising along. He was in serious trouble for doing it. A witness spotted this man driving a red riding mower. It had to be red. That's a popular color with those lawnmowers. And uh, he was in a high occupancy vehicle lane on Interstate 45, and he was just cruising along in these dash cams. The police car pulled up and said, whoa, Daddy, you're not supposed to. Are you cutting grass that we don't know about? I made a go-kart out of our riding lawnmower in North Dakota when I was a kid. Ah, but that's a different. I think it's a respectful thing if you try it with a (laughs) go-kart, but if it's a lawnmower. No, I made the go-kart out of a lawnmower. Oh, that's awesome. It looked like a lawnmower. You got, guess what his bail was set at? What? They gave the guy a $10,000 bail. Really? Yeah, that's serious business. Don't be driving a lawnmower. That's your weird automotive news. Get out of town if you got a lawnmower stick on the grass. This people. is Red Station every Wednesday, 4 o'clock, 480 655 8870 is the number. You can always get a hold of Frank, uh, Wrench Nation, on Facebook or on Twitter. And yeah. you can register to win that iPad, WrenchNation.tv. That's the website. Register now. Going to be giving that out before spring break. Yeah, and if you're listening to the podcast on the replay, you guys rock. Give us a review. Let us know how bad, good, ugly, beautiful we are. And if you got a show topic, get it down in the comments. We'd love to have that. And uh, thank you so much for hanging out on our podcast. As always, say people every week, man, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. <laughs>